Welcome back to another episode of the Lone Star Podcast. Uh, we have a very interesting conversation to have today uh, with another uh, pal of mine that we've worked uh, worked together some time now. Uh, her name is Lindsay Brown. Lindsay, nice Hi to have everyone. you. Yes, thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we have a pretty interesting conversation today that um, I can't wait to get into. But first, I want to start the same way we always do, just let everybody know, maybe this is the first time some people are meeting the Lindsey Brown. Maybe they've <laughs> got history with you. Um, may, like, just give us a, a little, sure. I, I guess, feedback about what you've done up till this point. Yeah. Uh, as Mark said, I'm Lindsey Brown. I work for Campus Advantage, and I'm the SVP of Leasing and Marketing. I have worked in the industry for, oh my goodness, 20 years now. It is Tough to say that out loud, but so rewarding as well. <laughs> uh, I've gone through many different iterations of what reputation and reviews and all of that means to us as an industry, all mm. the way back from getting paper reviews after people moved in. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. We have not broached days. that yet with <laughs> any of the episodes. So, so I, I'm really excited to see where the space is moving into and all mm -hmm. the great things that we've been able to do in conjunction with Catalyst on reputation. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's where we're at right now. Awesome. And I think like, uh, we, I think you and I have done probably like committees, mm -hmm. campaigns, a, a lot of like internal conversations on how to, um, not just like respond to reviews, but also promote positive ones, you know, those like reviewable moments right. and everything. Um, so I thought that was like a, a main like catal catalyst, if you will, <laughs> for why I wanted you to join today. Cause I think. A lot of the conversations I've had so far have been about the um, almost like the reactive stance of what reputation is like when we get something, what what do we do at that point? Mm -hmm. Whereas I think a lot of the times when you and I have ended up working together, it's like, what can we do to get ahead of something yes, instead of like proactive. right waiting for it to happen? So um, with that, I'm really excited to have you here today um, and we're going to jump right into reviewing the review. Let's so, do it. Review. Uh, I've got a little bit of a different scenario. Uh, in the past two episodes, this is only our third episode, um, I had a bit of a longer review. It was one that had a lot of details, whether it was about Mm -hmm. parking, maintenance, amenities, whatever it is. We love those reviews. Don't so we? many opportunities. <laughs> no, really though, I love the more the more that they give us, the more that we can tackle and, true. and take it as an opportunity to turn it around. Mm -hmm. um, the shorter ones are a little bit tougher. Which is exactly why I'm going to challenge you today. Great. <laughs> <laughs> we have a challenging one today. So the review we're going to be talking through is the following. And for anybody listening for the first time, uh, these reviews may or may not be clients we've worked with. They are, we're not going to cite the property they're from or where in, you know, the United States they are or anything. Um, our goal here is to talk about the scenario and the situation of the review, not the property itself. Right. You know, it's okay. not a smear campaign or anything. So the review is the following quote, really bad service. Wouldn't recommend end quote. Well, gosh, that could be a number <laughs> of properties, industries, really anything out there. Right, right. Um, and like I said, those are the tough ones. Yeah. They're not even giving us any insight as to where we fell short and mm -hmm. what we can do to make it better at the property. Yeah. So you have to dig in a lot more on these. Right. So your first reaction is exactly where, like, why I wanted to do this one, because in this scenario that we're talking about, uh, the property in question received six more reviews, all one stars, with either the exact same content or something super similar. So it's Just, a, almost an attack. It was a review attack, mm -hmm. right. So 
I thought that would be a little bit more of an interesting conversation because I I think these attacks, we're probably going to call them attacks more, but I don't really know if there's like a legitimate term for it. That's just what it feels like because it Mm -hmm. all happens at once, you know? So like in this situation, we had about six or seven of these very similar reviews. There's not a lot of content to work with, except you know that something happened to spurn like this person or, you know, one of the seven people to say like, yo, I need you guys to get on Google right now mm-hmm. and just leave a like blatantly like uh, like meat and potatoes review of that you don't like this place. So like when that sort of thing happens, like I, I know that we've had an experience where we've had to deal with these, whether it's like seven reviews or thirty or fifteen, you know. Mm-hmm. So what? It, walk me through a little bit, like what your like first. Uh, I guess method of operation yeah, would be sure. in a scenario like this. Uh, well, obviously, a lot of times they will leave the review on Google and it will have their first and last name. So that's the first thing in my head that I go to is one mm-hmm. looking them up in our system. Sure. To find out are they an actual resident? Yeah. Um, as you know, many times they they may use uh, a fake name or yeah. symbols, um, numbers. It, yeah, exactly. Right, right. But if it is a resident, then that kind of helps guide our journey mm-hmm. because then we can then contact the property and say, hey, what has gone on with this certain resident right, right. that has been recent that would prompt an attack like this? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the perfect <laughs> scenario is yeah. they have their name and then we can follow the line from there. Yeah. Now, the other scenario where they are using a fake name or symbols or whatever, like you said, <laughs> or even... Um, when they get their friends to go on, mm-hmm. like I said, you look them up and you go, this isn't even a resident here. It's a yeah, legit Google yeah. account, but they don't live here. Where do you go from there? How do you find solutions when you don't even know yeah. who the person is? So also next step in that, um, would still follow the same path as sure. contacting the property. And then it's a more general, Hey, has mm-hmm. anything big happened with any certain residents yeah, yeah. where, uh, you feel, you know, the complaints have, give me, give me the pulse. Exactly. Check. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give me the pulse check. Is there anyone we can identify mm-hmm. that could have left this and then yeah. go from there? Then there's the third scenario where they just say, no, you know, we've got really great results. Our residents love us. We haven't had anyone that's come in and complained. And and so you're kind of left stumped. Yeah. Um, And at that point, it's really all in the response and trying to pull more out of that person, trying to get them to respond back to your response. Because ultimately the goal, no matter what, when it comes to review is finding the opportunity and fixing it for them if right. we can. Yeah. You bring up a lot of uh scenario like scenarios within scenarios mm-hmm. too, because it's like we talk a lot about Google on this podcast, but obviously like Yelp, apartments.com, mm-hmm. Facebook, those are all prominent as well. And you know, the the name obviously is something that people can get away with like just putting some rant like Bruce. Right. You know? And it's like <laughs> maybe that's they don't even have a Bruce at the property, but like that's just the name they made because they wanted to get on Google and make an account so that they could leave a review. So like in those, in those scenarios where we can't find that person, um, it's always good. I feel to like, make sure, like you're saying, does the property have any connection with this? Have they had anything recent? Cause and the recent thing is huge because these might be some, some people who moved out two years ago, three years ago. Mm -hmm. And then, and now it's like, Oh, I just got a letter from collections or something saying like, mm-hmm. I owe you guys $600 and I haven't heard from you in, in over a year. What is this? Boom. Like that's an easy cause for somebody to like, 
Well, for every hundred dollars that you guys are charging me, (laughs) I'm going to have somebody leave a one-star review for you. And like those scenarios, it's like everything is possible at that point. So I feel like whatever we're able to do like internally to connect on those things, it's like, let's not stop at, we couldn't find the name of the resident. Right. Exactly. You have to keep digging. You have to try and pull more. You have to go further and look back. Have we sent any uh, collection notices out? You may even have to get in touch with your lawyer and your collections (laughs) team. Um, if we have to go that far, but Mm. really it, these are real world scenarios that do yeah. happen. And like you said, someone will go to apply for a house years after living with us and then yeah. realize that they've got something on their credit and all of a sudden they turn to the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so digging really is kind of the key there, but mm-hmm. there are scenarios where you dig and you don't find anything. Right. Right. And I think the, it, it's the scenario where you dig and don't find anything or dismiss this as, okay, well, they didn't even say anything like very fruitful right. or colorful in their review. So we don't have to really worry right, about it too right. much. Right, We can mm-hmm. just, you know, like respond to these and move on because if they only got six or seven of their friends, like we can move past this or something. Right. Like, you know, every everybody's got their own thing going on at the properties, especially like, you know, the time of year that these types of things happen, like maybe we're in the heat of turn, Mm -hmm. maybe leasing season is at its peak, you know, you would know all about that. And like, they're getting something like this. And this can seem like a pretty throwaway situation, especially if the reviews don't have like names and not just names of like the reviewers, but names of people that work there, situations of the amenities, maintenance, like these can seem like throwaway reviews, but like we we are so much better off doing that research to where our response can then speak to like, we're, we're trying, like we have done like collections research. We've looked through our resident bank, you know, even tried to part and parcel who, (laughs) like what your nickname might mean on Google or, or Facebook or whatever it is. Like there's so much that we can still say to such a small, really bad service wouldn't recommend review. A lot of it really does come down to in the end, your outlook on it. Are you looking at it when a review, even if they have a name, are you looking at it as like I've been saying an Mm -hmm. opportunity? Are you looking at it as, Oh my gosh, I want to make this right. Someone was unhappy Mm -hmm. with our service. I want to make it right. Or do you immediately put that wall up? Do you get defensive? Do you say they used my name and I know this person and you know, uh, what they say isn't true. Even if it's not true, it's mm-hmm. out there on the internet. So yeah. <laughs> everyone else. So it's it quote it's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it really comes down to the mindset when you go into review response or review reading or yeah. anything like that. And you always have to approach it mm-hmm. with a positive attitude. I couldn't agree more. Well, from that, we're uh, going to take a break real quick and then we're going to jump into some starry-eyed scenarios. Let's see what we can make of this, you know, theoretically. And then uh, I might have a little insight on what actually happened with this review. So we'll see if we can get to that too. Uh, We'll be right back. All right. And we're back. Uh, thank you, Lindsay, for taking a break with me. Um, we are moving into our starry eyed scenarios. Mm. So um, starry eyed. That is more stars than one, which is how <laughs> many stars this review has. So this is our effort to find like a silver lining in the review. So like 
whatever whatever we just talked about it's kind of like putting all that into the situation and seeing like if if you could solve this in the best way possible like given what we've just talked about what do you feel like is the best outcome of a situation like this you've got seven reviews they're all one star you know let's say for the sake of the scenario that you were able to identify at least one of the people in those seven reviews what what do you what do you see as the best case scenario coming oh, out of it? Oh, best case scenario yeah. hands down always is the turnaround. Sure. If you sure. can turn it around and they go back and they edit those reviews or uh, you know, the friends that didn't live there remove their reviews, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. I love an edited review where yeah. they go back and <clears throat> they they say, I was helped, yeah. you know, amazing experience kind of thing. That's always the best case scenario, yep. no matter what review it is. Your so pay- that's paving the way to for me to tell you <laughs> what actually happened oh, with okay. this. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that's exciting. So I, my perspective of it was you have seven potentials to turn things around instead of one, yeah. you know? And, like, I saw what happened with this scenario, and I got in touch with the property. So this was a property that we work with. And I said, you know, this all came in in the course of an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there is a clear connection between what's going on here. So are you able to identify any of the names that you see hidden in this, in this list? And in fact, one of them was a double, like somebody had made a double account. So there was two reviews from the same person, quote unquote. Um, and they recognized that name and it turns out it was all because of a billing issue. So mm. like we talked about with people's money, right? It's like, <laughs> that is the last straw with them. It's like, you know, I was told this and I was charged this and there's a discrepancy Lo and behold, here's seven reviews. So this person was like, I'm, I'm willing to change my review and contact the people that I know about this in the event that you make this right by this date. And on that date is the date that you can contact me about the reviews again. So we held them, we held them to, the, to that promise and we made our changes, apologized for them. Mm-hmm. And then the general manager reached out and said, we, is, is there anything else we can do for you? Because we'd love to see those reviews turned around for, for us and for you guys. And it, and I think what's most important about it is that last part. We want to turn it around. We don't want them to take their reviews down. We would like them to speak to, like, what happened? Like, what was the scenario that you saw, like, from the worst it got to okay, well, they fixed it for my friends. So right, that instills confidence in yeah. people that are looking to move in there that, right. yes, I may have an issue, but they're going to address it and we're going to come out with a, with a positive outcome in the end. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was like, it, it, these this section of our podcast is typically like, it's not a solved scenario. It's like, what mm-hmm. do, what could we do? And in this situation, it was solved, like, t- literally to what a starry-eyed a sense. Example. Yeah. So that's why I was really excited to talk about it, because I, like, it's it's not always that we get to see, like, a review attack like this get turned around for the better, because sometimes, like, the number's kind of too great. Like, somebody puts out an, an APB, if you will, right. of, like, leave negative reviews on this <laughs> on this property's Yelp or Google or something, and then we get 30 of them and it's like, well, we might turn around like three of these, but like, there's no way they're going to contact all 30 of these people to say like, don't worry guys, it got fixed or anything. So this was a very solvable scenario that really worked out for the better, um, for the time being at least. Mm -hmm. And I just, I was really excited to bring that that forward to you. Oh no, I love (laughs) it. And I think it's a learning opportunity for the site staff as well to see how quickly, 
something can turn around. Just, yeah. it, it sounds like it was a fairly simple solution if right. they were able to take care of it. And so how important it is to address those things in a timely manner because yeah. they're going to turn to the internet quickly if it's not solved. Yeah. Yeah. And on the staff point too, it's like a consideration of accountability too. And not in like a guys, you messed up. Like you need, you need to look at what these reviews say because they're about what you did wrong. It's like, this is what you doing wrong can make like, like this is how, when you do something wrong, like this is what can happen. Mm -hmm. And like, this is what can happen if you do something right on the reverse of that. And I think that's more, when I think of accountability, it's like, see, see what happens when we can admit we did something wrong, Mm -hmm. say we did it, apologize, and then like flip the script. So I was really excited about that. Um, Thank you for sharing that one. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to have to find out with you afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk off mic. Um, So that brings us to our last part, which is always my favorite. Uh, We like to do uh, your last five-star experience because we start with a one and with a five, just like a starry-eyed scenario would be. (laughs) So in this section, you know, I know you live in Dallas or is it Dallas, Fort Worth or which I live in actual Dallas. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you are around a lot of businesses that I've only been able to visit a couple times living in Austin, but, um, whether it was in Dallas, whether it was, you know, in Phoenix, whether it was in Portugal, (laughs) just whatever your last five-star experience was, uh, we'd just love to hear about it. All right. Um, let me think really quick. So I'm actually going to give you my last four-star experience Mm. and explain to you why. Um, It's a national chain, so not not local to Dallas. A lot of us know it and Mm. love it. Chick-fil-A. Chick, oh, never heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) And they're actually known for, you know, their service Mm -hmm. and their training and, you know, the my pleasure at the end every time and just... Great service. So my local Chick-fil-A, I admittedly visit more than once a week (laughs) for lunch. It's kind of my husband's My local (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Go-to. They always, they're consistent with five-star. I mean, every time we go, we know we're going to get five-star service. We know we're going to be happy. And it's their pleasure. And it's always their pleasure. (laughs) But this was recent, so that's why it's in my head. Last Mm -hmm. weekend, my husband and I went to our local (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Uh, and we just wanted to get some milkshakes for the weekend, and we actually had a less than stellar experience there. Mm-hmm. Um, not not terrible, I wouldn't say one, yeah, two, three yeah. star. But whenever you go somewhere and you consistently are getting top notch five star experience, those four star experiences then really they show, mm-hmm. they pop out more. And we both even looked at each other and we were like, "What was that?" Yeah. You know, yeah. we're not used to that. It wasn't terrible. Sure. In, sure. In, in any other scenario, if we went somewhere that we knew we didn't get great service, but we just really loved the product or the food or whatever, yeah. yeah. that actually probably in our minds would have been five star service because yeah. it was out of the ordinary. But when you get used to the Chick fil A service, it really stands out more. Yeah. So that's kind of my my scenario and my example. I, I love that. And I, I as somebody who deals with reviews day in and day out, I also feel like the it's like the two to four star range typically is where people are like really like tugging with their feelings about how they feel. Cause ones ones is like ones and fives are extremes. Right. Typically it's like I had the greatest experience or like I've been wronged and the world must know here's a one star review. But the two, three, and fours, it's like let me tell you why I always have a great experience here and why this time it was bad. Mm-hmm. And I really like the like the honesty that that experience exudes because it's like 
I know this isn't normal and I, and I hope that this isn't the new normal. I just hope that my four star experience was like a one-off and mm-hmm. that we can get back on track to the five. Oh, I've uh, already visited since then. Oh, okay. Don't you worry. And it's back to five star again. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Good. I was like, maybe oh, let's, you know, the podcast is supposed to end on a positive note. Maybe we're just clicking <laughs> nope, out the three twos and again. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lindsay, is there anything else that you'd like to plug? Anything that's going on this summer for you or any, any exciting um, things? Yeah. Looking forward to speaking at NAA, Apartmentalize, okay. um, with a lot of our industry peers. And I know there's going to be a lot of talk of reputation management and all of that there. So I'm very excited about that. And uh, I just thank you for the opportunity to get on and chat through some things. Appreciate it. Yeah, this was a total breeze for me. So I'd love to have you back. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Well, thank you guys for listening to the Lone Star Podcast. Uh, This has been myself, Mark Rankins, and Lindsey Brown talking about a short and not so sweet review that that really did have a starry-eyed scenario in the end. So thank you for tuning in. And we'll be back with more episodes soon. Thank you.